Hello, everyone. My name is Nikia Whitaker-Woody, and I am the CEO and event coordinator for VA World Conference. And today we are having our, um, I guess it's our second, <laughs> our second virtual reality interview series. And today we have Ms. Janet Jack, who's with Cancer Solutions, and she is an entertainment virtual and personal assistant based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Good afternoon, Ms. Janet. Hi, y'all. How y'all be? Why am I not in the middle of the camera? Today is real life, so we have Miss Janice's granddaughter Kayla as well. Yeah, hi. she'll see. You said <laughs> they said hi. They said hi. Yeah, yeah. So, Miss what... Janet, introduce yourself. Well, hello, lovely people. How is everybody this great afternoon here in the great state of Atlanta? Got that state of Atlanta. <laughs> We're a little bit cloudy, but we have sunshine from me and my grandbaby. I am the owner of KSS Solutions, and we provide administrative services to um, creatives within the entertainment industry as, long, as well with event logistics. I come from a 20 plus year in radio and entertainment, and you know those famous words, due to COVID, so I had to find my transition, and this is where I found it at, being a virtual service provider. Okay, so are you an introvert or extrovert? I am definitely an extrovert. I don't know any, well, I know some things, never mind. Uh, I am definitely an extrovert. Um, I don't know how to be quiet if I try. And people say I'm loud, but I don't mean to be loud. I'm just, I'm just, I love, I love, I yes. give love. So she loves everything and everyone. And she, she, she shows that in everything she does. And at first I was like, why are you so doggone chipper? But then I had to learn that that was just her. So she is real. You know, when she calls you on the phone, you'd be like, is this a message? But it'd be her. <laughs> all it's of me, all of, and, and there's a lot of me. Can you not see from the, the roundness in the face? <laughs> You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna accept that one. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay, so we know why you decided to become a virtual professional. How did you hear about being a virtual professional? So, of course, you know, when you got them three words, I was a little devastated. So I was like, I gotta still, and let me just give you a little pre-backstory. Um, 2019, I lost my mom. So when COVID hit, that was like February. Mm -hmm. So of course, when losing my mom, there were still things to pay, bills and her home and things of that sort. So I was okay, you know, relying upon that I had a job that, you know, that was, that was going to be there, but who knew about COVID? So when COVID hit, I was like, after the depression, because, you know, after 20 plus years, you've given yourself an they're not going to find a way to make a way to keep you, to give you, you just going to release me. So after that, I was like, okay, well, what can you do? I love talking to people. I love anything administrative, calling, talking, emailing, following up, logistics, checking. So I said, maybe I could use that in the online sector because everybody's online right now. So I just started Googling those words, administrative, um, telecommunications, customer service. And so it brought me to virtual assistant. 
Well, when I put in virtual assistant, because you know, you take one word and you look for another, that brought me to the virtual savvy. So I was like, mm, okay. So I went in there, but I'm gonna be honest with you. What did I just tell y'all a few minutes ago? I had a mom who had passed with bills and stuff. I just lost my job. I'm gonna tell you, I didn't have no money to pay for no program. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was trying to keep all the bills before they went in the rear. So I said, okay, I'm a, she had a, a, a general kind of Facebook group. I said, I'm going to join that group, but I'm going to still look for connections to get me to somewhere where, because I've been administrative for 20 plus years. I know a lot of things. I just didn't know them in the online realm of things like the different programs. So then I kept searching and that's where I found virtual assistant sisters learning so when i found them um a matter of fact i think it was like my first week in um there was an internship and seeing that when i was in radio i always encourage people to get an internship to learn i was like well i know i'm 40 50 i know i'm up there somewhere i don't care i don't have no qualms i'm gonna give me an internship so i could learn and that's how it all started for me, because in addition, I saw that these lovely, well, Nakia and the rest of the young, young ladies, um, they had this thing called co-working. So as you can tell, I have no qualms with talking to people. I went on co-working. Hi. That has forged the relationship. Henceforth. It has. It has. I've met Miss Janet in person. We have traveled from New York, from Pittsburgh to New York. We've had ourselves a good time. We have, we have. So, and all of that came in the virtual world. We've, so, we've had red cup moments. We've we had have red had cup. red cup moments. <laughs> I ain't got no red cup today, but we have had lots of red cup moments. Good times. So, we've had some counseling true. sessions. We yes, had some yeah. counseling sessions. She has sent me some seafood because that's my favorite thing. <laughs> you know, I've sent her some things too. So, you know, we have definitely forged a great friendship after meeting virtually. So it is possible, you guys. So, Ms. Janet, do you have any regrets about starting your business? I wouldn't say I have regrets. I would say I wish I had known things earlier or hindsight. Because let's be for real. In, in corporate America, you either use Outlook. Um, of course, we use some type of Adobe. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't use the programs like the Dubsados and the um, Canvas and the, um, the um, Elementor. You don't use those. I mean, everybody knew Zoom was around, but nobody really used Zoom. They didn't think about it. So you didn't, you, and the only thing that I would say for myself is I wish I was more familiar with many of these programs. So it wouldn't have took me so long to learn. Yeah. That was my only delay in transition, was yeah. trying to learn because my mind was stuck on the way corporate America does things. You yeah. send an email, you wait for an email back, et cetera, et cetera. Who knew that you could have instantaneous conversation through mm -hmm. things like Slack yeah. or Messenger, you know, but I worked in a in a in the radio entertainment. So a lot of things were you know, legal, private, you had to keep it. So with that being that way, you know, and you had the, um, 
what's the thing that protects you on the internet? The, oh, yeah. the, the spam blocker. Yeah. So you were protected. However, I found that in this virtual world, you still can be protected, but there are many other realms of communication to utilize. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that we don't know. So I would say the lack of knowledge, the lack of preparation, that is the things that I felt was where I went wrong in my business. Okay. I know for me, um, as a 24-year administrative professional as well, um, I always use the um, professional organizations to make sure I stood up, stayed up on things. So I went to a conference three years ago and they had Google there and they showed us how to use Google. So when I had to translate in, into the virtual world, I already knew Google and it was because of that. So, cause we use Microsoft at work as well. And Adobe yeah. at work as well. So, I mean, you know, it was that, that conference that helped me. So I felt like, you know, the only thing that was holding me back when I first started was my Oh, well, I do this because I'm a rock star at work. So what's wrong with me all of a sudden? So let's, I thought there would be another question coming about that, but (laughs) let's talk about mindset. Uh, um, Where do I start? I don't even know where to start. I think mindset as an entrepreneur is so many caveats, Mm -hmm. so many levels. First Mm -hmm. of all, the mindset of the way you were brought up. Mm-hmm. I'm coming from Caribbean background. We believe in you. You, if you come to America, you forget the education, and if you become a nurse, and you're supposed to live good. That's every that's every Caribbean parent. Well, let me say this: every Jamaican and Trinidadian Caribbean the parents' mindset. You come to America, you get your papers, you become a nurse, and that's how you live. They don't want you to do nothing else. So that's the first thing. Their mindset of being an entrepreneur is not as well vast or well-versed. I don't want to say as American people, but you understand what I mean? They're, especially the older parents, the older lineage. They don't think like that. So that's one thing. The second thing is an entrepreneur for a black woman. Yes, we always hear about the things that we do, but what are we all, we're always standing behind a person. So when you used to standing behind, for you to stand up and say, you're going to be the forefront, the face, the staple, the one who gets all the punches, knock down the brutal. Yeah, I mean, I know we have the Oprahs and stuff, but look how long the road took for Oprah. So, and then if you're natural and you're full figure, there are so many. So that's the second thing. The third thing is your inner you. We have been conditioned that we are to get up, we go to take care of the kids, we go to work, we do nine to five, we come home, we take, we have been conditioned such that our mindset for us to be like, Oh, you mean I could carve out? We don't even self-love ourselves. So you telling me I'm supposed to, okay, uh, uh, I can carve out a couple hours and I can do this work and I can own this business. Whether it be $2 business or multi-million dollars, I can really own this. It'll be on my name. I can walk around. I can walk proud. I, I am the owner of this. I am the legacy of this. So mindset 
when it comes to becoming an entrepreneur, I'm so sorry, y'all. Mindset, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, there are so many facets that you have to deal with and you have to be willing to deal with them. First, they'll come to you and you'll be like, nah, not me, nah, I'm okay. No, you're not okay. Excuse me one moment. What is the matter? Another mindset shift that you need to make as an entrepreneur, especially a woman of color, is a money mindset. Um, I I still have a full-time job and I was never taught how to necessarily budget. I mean, of course, I know how to get by and do what I got to do. You know, rob Peter, pay Paul, do all that. But it is a different type of thing when you have hundreds and thousands of dollars coming in from clients and you have to pay your expenses and you have to pay yourself and you have to keep up with the tax man and all those things. So having a, about <laughs> and having a money mindset is also important. So everything Ms. Janet said, but add a money mindset to that as well. So being a whole entrepreneur is a whole lot. And you have to also, after you get over those caveats and I, I just touched the service of some, the other thing I want you to keep in mind with is your family. Mm-hmm. that's a whole nother set of mindset suppose yeah. you are are married to a husband who is not supportive of the journey because this is this is a journey yeah i mean some yes there are some people who jump into this and get their first client one month in is second month there's six figures and there's some of us who get our first client not till three months later mm-hmm. or six months later Mine took nine months. And when you get that six months, that's only $500. And then you're working because you're working. You're still learning. You're trying to, you're trying to still working to advertise and put out your business to get clients is just as hard as working for your client. And sometimes it can even be hard. So then you have to figure, okay, you made this and your husband or significant other or whomever they may be, may be looking at you like, you've been working on a way just for this. What is this? Um, can you not make more? So that's another set. Because then now you have to think about, am I doing enough for my family? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't have enough money. So yes, it's, it's, you have to, there are many facets in the mindset shift that you have to work through and you have to be strong enough to get through them. I'm not saying that you cannot have a weak moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you cannot break down. You just have to be strong enough to push through. To keep going. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, Miss Janet, who is your dream client? Oh. Did you we know talk what? about this recently? I think my dream client, I, I don't. I don't think I have a dream client. I think I have a dream, a dream, how would you say, services or- Okay, dream role. Yeah, so my dream role would be to have a client. And I don't want to say well-off. When I say well-off, I'm not talking about money, but a client who is servicing the people and- is, is well off in service. It's like the people are excited to see Jen. The people are excited, whatever the word or scripture or song or whatever their talent is, 
um, is excited and I'd be able to travel with that person. I'll be able to coordinate their trips. I'll be coordinate their book signings or something of that. Or I, I love to travel. So traveling is nothing to me. You know, going ahead of them, making sure that their room is okay, making sure that everything is lined up and just having, that would be my dream situation of a client. Okay. And one who recognizes God daily in their lives. Yes, Ms. Janet is really, really in tune with her faith. She gets up every morning and does her journaling and exercises and all of that. So she's definitely well-rounded because Nakia don't do none of that. <laughs> Nakia, it's a step-by-step. -step you, you may do the same thing, but you may not do it to, to our benounce. You might do it in private. You might not even know that. I'm so sorry. I don't know. What's that? No, that's next door. Oh, my goodness. Um, but again when you are working virtual anything can happen so you know you have to roll yeah. with the punches and keep going and that's what we're going to do so miss janet what's one thing in business that you didn't expect <laughs> so i work a lot with entrepreneurs i mean with entertainment let me put it this way you would think that they would be a lot more expeditious. Their lag and their get to is so like this. <laughs> but then when they want something from you, oh, why did it? But for them, for you to get something from them, yeah. hi, how you doing? I'm fine. It was a great day. <laughs> <laughs> so Ms. Janet, I know that you are a workaholic. I see you every day and we, we do some late nights. So how do you practice self-care? I'm not very good at self-care. I'm not very good at self-care. I'm not very good at rewarding myself. Um, those are some things that I'm working on. Um, however, my self-care comes in the weirdest of things. I love getting my nails and toes done. <laughs> I love getting my hair done. Um, and, and I like certain foods. So if I treat myself to certain foods, like some um, hibachi fried rice, um, or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You'd be like, hibachi fried, girl, you ain't said like lobster or nothing. Nah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a simple person. Uh, I like, simple things those those are my now before i was an entrepreneur and i realized what self-care was I, girl i used to buy a pair of shoes mm. at least three times a week oh my god not three times a week about three times a week yeah 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 now, I, I, I was once a month but that's three times a week i ain't got that yeah. many feet <laughs> <laughs> well you know, would have been looking at me like now you know we, we were always going somewhere and I don't like constriction. I, I like open-toed shoes. Plus I like getting my feet done. So now I always had some type of open-toed shoe. But since we since COVID has happened, I ain't going nowhere. So I, now I still get my nails and toes done, but I ain't going nowhere. So I don't need no open-toed shoes. But that- so that's that, saving you some cash. Yeah. yeah, so shoes, shoes. That was my other thing. I, 
that was my self-care me having shoes okay so miss janet if you had the budget in your business what would you spend it on an office oh. out of here <laughs> yes we all know the housing market is crazy because it's crazy here in virginia as well we're trying to move so to if i had the budget for my business i would definitely get an office um an office out of my home that'll be the first thing um the second thing is i'd like a printer i know you like print what yeah i'd like a printer because I, I like to print stuff um and the third thing those will just be it because i now have a fabulous computer thanks to nikia so that would be it and i love my phone mm -hmm. Um, she does love her three-year-old phone. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what? <laughs> but yeah, I, I would get me a remote office away from here. Okay. So Miss Janet, what are you most proud of in your business? That I'm still here. Um, I've had some ebbs and flows where I truly wanted to give up. Um both for handling it, um, handling the business. Um, I just became an LLC, so I'm excited about that. Um, but just handling it, you know, that person that took forever to get a client, that was me. I had an internship and that didn't go the way I thought it was going. I kind of find that the person was, uh, I don't, it was a learning experience. So anyway, I say that to say all of that. Um, and that I, I watched, I had that moment where I see everybody having all these clients and I felt defeated because I didn't have them. I had to realize that my sector or my clientele does not operate like that. My clientele, which are entertainers, more or less will give their cousin Bonquisha, Nanisha, Alalisha, and all of them a try and try and try before they allow someone outside of their circle to be trusted with their most prized possession, mm -hmm. which I didn't realize it being an entrepreneur. When you work for other entities that work with these entities, it's a little it's not a little, it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But when you're an outside entity and you're by yourself, it's a whole different sector. So I'm just, I'm most proud of it just still, still being here and having a community uh, such like Nakia and, and Toya and all of them to support me, to, to be there to push me when I'm, when I'm slow or push me. I've gone through some challenges over these last year, uh, no, last two years, um, some challenges within my family. And they were the ones that listened to me. They, they, they dried my tears. They dust me off. They pushed me back out there. Uh, when I got frustrated because I couldn't learn the upside of, you know, they took the time to sit with me and help me. I mean, just the other day, Nakia helped me get something right with the upside of. So, it's just a tribe. I'm, I'm just glad that I'm still here and that I have a tribe that's willing to work with me. Yes, yes. 
What no, I don't have a million dollars yet. Yes, you know. Ah. Okay. So what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone who is thinking about becoming a virtual assistant? Oh. Oh. Have patience. Uh, truly, truly have patience. You can do it. You just got to have patience. Remember I told you just a few minutes ago, there's the one person who comes in the first month, get a client, make six figures. Ooh, and then there's those of us who we got to work a little harder, takes a little longer, might take us a long time. Yeah. Might be the first client, might be 200, just depending upon what your pay scale is. Yeah. Have patience. Because the, to me, as I'm learning this journey, I'm sorry, y'all, my sinuses are atrocious. As I'm learning this journey, I'm learning and finding that the reward is not necessarily in the money. The reward is in the service. The reward, the reward is in your satisfaction that you own something, you gave someone exceptional service, and at the end of the night, you can sleep well without worrying about whether I connived someone or I stole or I lied, or I protected. That's what I'm finding the reward is for me. Yes, we all are here to work to pay our bills, but it's that sort of gratification that gives me the desire to keep going. Yes. So on that note, I'm going to end this interview. Miss um, Janet can be found at www.kssolutions.net. I will be placing all her socials under the comments. And we have early bird tickets still on sale for the conference. Um, you can go to vaworldconference.com slash tickets to get your tickets. Early bird tickets sales end on April the 30th. What else is there, Ms. Janet? Oh, Ms. Janet will be speaking at the conference. She will be in the Saturday morning live Atlanta section of the conference. So I promise I'm going to behave. She ain't going to behave. I, I, I see, am. I see them on a Saturday. They ain't going to behave. I am. I am. I'm gonna behave, right? Right, Grandma? Gonna behave? Yes. Tell her now. Yes. Yes. So thank you for watching us, and we will see you later. <laughs>